This show is brought to you by Millennium Tree Stands, Extreme Archery Products, and Ramcat Broadheads. Welcome to Reality Hunt Club. In this webisode, we're here with my science fair project. Me and my dad just finished it, and I want to show you it around. And it's called, Does the Amount of Rainfall Affect the Antler Growth in White-Tailed Deer? Stay Does the amount of rainfall affect the antler growth in white-tailed deer? And we've been working on it for the past couple weeks, and this is how it turned out. Now, the purpose is, does the amount of rainfall affect the antler growth in white-tailed deer? And then my hypothesis is that I think the year of the most rainfall is going to be bigger, bigger antlers. Um, and then my background research, I just put like um, facts about the antler growth and I put in the buck scoring data collection tool, which is what we use to collect the data. You should check it out. Hopefully my dad puts it in the description. I will. It's buck score from Mississippi State, Jeremy Flynn, right? Go Jeremy! <laughs> um, um, and then my procedures is that we research the rain database and got three years of rainfall for the for middle Georgia where we got our deer pictures from above average, average, and below average and then we looked through um, the pictures and picked out the bucks that were around three years old and then we measured them two to three years old mm -hmm. we went through the trail camera photos mm -hmm. and then after we measured them we compiled the results and drew the conclusions and the materials we, used, we compiled used. results we used jeremy's buck score software mm -hmm. to measure and then the materials we used were a computer of course trail camera photos of deer buck score software made by jeremy and then rain data um the rain data for the past two years so that we knew the amount of rainfall and then the data collection we collected the average rainfall per year for the past five years it was 45 inches and then we have a table right here saying the above average year is 2009 with 61.60 inches and the average in 2010 was 44.13 inches big change and then the below average in 2011 was 33.14 inches so naturally you'd think the one above average would be have bigger antlers. 
And then right here we have the conclusion, which says the student's hypothesis stated that he thought that I thought the year of the above average was going to have more antler growth, but actually the year average with the average was more. So it was kind of shocking. Show the results and go over the results in the middle. Pull okay. the tab back a little bit so they can see. Okay, so right here we have the results. And so there's the three bucks for 2009, right? Right. We kind of gave names to a few of them. Um, my dad picked up the names. So, Tweety. You ain't got to go over the names. Okay. But just show the 2009 and the 2010 and 2011. Okay, yeah. Uh, this one, Tweety, got 103.34 <laughs> inches. I like saying the names. Don't say. Just keep going. We're just saying. Yeah. That's how we did it with the yeah, three photos. Now show the conclusions now with the, the average. What was 2009, the above average? The above average was 107.55 inches. And then the average was 111.03 inches. And then the below average was 100.92 inches. So the average. So what? You, what can you draw from that conclusion? That the average year had more antler growth no. than the above average. That's right. But the obviously the rainfall affects mm -hmm. the amount of antler growth. We thought the above average would be more or be um, wetter, and we'd have more growth. But you can't grow more plants just because it's wet. You know, more wet. Plus, some of the deer we chose. Um, could be bad genetic deer in the average year, I mean in the above average year, versus good genetic deer in the average year. So it could have been genetics, age structure, could, the difference between the above average and the average. Not only, you know, it could have been an outside factor. But we did prove the point that rain does affect the antler growth, right? Right. And um, that was the whole point of this, which makes logical sense. But now, but now that we backed it up with um, scientific data, doing this compilation of pictures and all, right? Right. Did you have fun doing it? I had fun doing it. So, when you're growing white-tailed deer, your rain and your soil, how your water and your soil really affects how your potential of your deer, a big chunk of your potential. It's not all just you know, it's genetics your age structure, but your, um, your, your rainfall and, you know, which affects your growth and your plants and your, and the pH level in your soil, how good your soil quality is, is good. You know, the nutrition is going to affect how your deer grow. So we thought we'd bring this to you guys a little bit interesting. I'm proud of Tad and our science fair project that we worked on and just gave us a chance to compile the data. And one more thing. Go ahead. Thank you, Jeremy, because without you, none of this would have been what possible. About, what about your daddy getting all these pictures? I did all the work. No. What about your daddy getting all the pictures? I got all the, I did all the work. Let me see if I can get in here. So this is what it's all about. So, yeah, thanks, thanks for the Bugs Core software. Um, anyway, thought this was interesting. A little bit different than what we normally do. So we thought we'd bring it to you. Um, we're by no means biologists, and there's no, nowhere near scientific proof that this is, but if you think about it, it makes sense.
And um, last year was a drought condition year across the country and everybody you talked to talked about how antlers were down. And we're in a semi-drought in 2012 and you know, some places were really drought in the Midwest where they lost all the corn and all. So it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of antler growth they get out of there. So thanks for Tad for bringing this Reality Hunt Club episode. And go to Facebook and um, like us, leave us comments on Facebook, leave us comments on YouTube, and um, we're going to bring more webisodes coming in the future and a little bit different every time. So thanks for watching Reality Hunt Club. Or do you want to say that? Thanks for watching Reality Hunt Club. Stay tuned. Bye. If you like this show, check out our other shows at Hunt365.tv.